Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben, business person, GOP committee person, tea drinker, and uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, just a regular American. An American. In the fall That's right. And hoping that the uh, from a sports side, that this weekend coming up, can be what last weekend was. If you're a sports fan, particularly college football, pro football, Major League Baseball, last weekend was tremendous. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. But no, good to be here. And also, I heard the promos earlier. Get out to these high school football games. Shoot, get out to the... uh, Get out to the field hockey games, the soccer games, and see these uh, young folks compete and excel. We have a uh, very good reputation in our small little area of District 4, but around the state. I was just in Pittsburgh and uh, had some conversations with the folks, and uh, they were uh, somewhat impressed with some teams from around here, and uh, I did rely to them that uh, we do play high school football in central Pennsylvania. It's not only a western Pennsylvania phenomenon. So. <laughs> All right. So, uh, thanks for that and piece of information. Yeah, we got that. We got Bucknell football tomorrow. Now, Bucknell. no Penn State came this weekend. Talked to a former Bucknell uh, football player uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, runs a very large operation, construction operation uh, out in the Pittsburgh area, but they are doing a major project here. I bet you can't figure that one out. Involves a bridge, involves a highway, but uh, yeah, <laughs> so they're involved in that. Yeah, wow. You got uh, no, you got the Bucknell uh, uh, football on the, on the radio, and of course tonight you got the big three, right? Yes, we do. Yes, uh, yes, Shikalami and Lewisburg. Uh, that'll be a simulcast with uh, uh, on one hundred point nine the Valley, and tonight Seals Grove Seals six p.m. homecoming game. So, you, did you graduate from Seals Grove High School? Uh, they gave me a slip of paper and sort of said goodbye. <laughs> okay, yeah, they I, I walked out across the this area. No more football for you, buddy. <laughs> Go play in no, college. Yeah, I think uh, homecoming for the Seals. Right. And the Alumni Association has a golf tournament today. Are you golfing? Uh, no, we'll not okay. be golfing. It's a, a peculiar time and day to have it, but the good that they are having it, and there's a good turnout for it. And I believe the, yeah, Big, nice e, weather. the Big E is running that tournament. The Big E would be Eric Rowe. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's some of the activities. Steelers uh, are on the radio mm-hmm. Sunday. Eagles played last night. They were playing, I thought, when I fell asleep, they were playing fairly well, but not well enough to catch up. So they, they got beat by a 44-year-old mark. Uh, is that what? It, well, that's true. Well, 44-year-old. I'll tell you what, they him. play well though. They they looks like a well-oiled machine. But uh, Eagles held them for a while and did mm-hmm. try to catch back up. So good for them. All right. Well, you are listening to an open phones Friday today. We invite you to contact us. We have a feeler into CBS to see if we can get Stephen Portnoy, the uh, CBS correspondent, to call us. So we'll 
let you know if we can arrange that. We were a little bit late in the ask today, so hopefully that'll come through, though. Uh, but if not, uh, we certainly can talk about the issues of the day. We've had uh, a lot of great conversations this week about uh, the Biden administration <laughs> and uh, the build back, turn it around better moment has got to come soon if he's going to get things kind of righted. And he's uh, going to circle back on that build back better. Right. Campaign. President Trump is in the news almost daily today speaking to this person or that person or this group or that group or his reelection is getting was banned from speaking to folks. His reelection is getting ever closer. So we can talk about that. Uh, we talked about COVID. Moderna's booster got one of its preliminary OKs uh, from the FDA yesterday. I got a, I do have a question. Uh, interesting scenario locally, though, is what's going down. Uh, what's happening down south here uh, just below Sunbury? with the Spyglass Winery, and I guess, will the balloons be flying on Saturday? Yes. Uh, I mean, there's enough hot air up here at the radio station each day, but is there enough hot air to get the balloons uh, in the sky? And uh, I guess uh, at some point, uh, uh, when does the uh, legislation variance, whatever, 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 step in? So uh, interesting uh, little feedback I got from some folks that... The uh, operation of the Spyglass Winery is within the boundaries some years, and now all of a sudden it isn't in the boundaries, but uh, an interesting local event. Right. Uh, yeah, I hope they get to do that this weekend. The court hearing is this morning, so we'll let you know the outcome of that as soon as possible. You will be in the courtroom for that? Uh, not me, personally. You used to be. Actually. No, they don't They don't let me in the courtroom anymore. You, Jeans and a T-shirt is uh, verboten from the... Uh, back row. No no suspenders and short sleeve shirts for them. So yeah, I have to stay up here. But uh, we'll let you know the outcome. So uh, we'll keep you posted about that. Speaking of keeping you posted, uh, we are told by PennDOT now one of the southbound lanes of Route 15 is, is now open. Of course, there's a two-lane southbound section there. And one of the southbound lanes is open. Is it two lanes southbound the whole entire length of 15 now? Is it two-lane mm. everywhere? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah down uh, from the, uh, technically from uh, the New York border. Okay. You can come all the way down through, and we have a little gap here that we'll fill in called the bypass. But mm -hmm. from Seals Grove, uh, from the Seals Grove bypass south, you can get uh, all the way down to the Maryland border with a, a little interruption in Dillsburg area. Oh, okay. So if you're on 15 when you're talking about right, that. Right, you got to turn left and right and so on, so that's good. No, a okay. couple red lights and stuff there, but it's still still too lame, but you have to go through the uh, beautiful area of Dillsburg. So the only place that we know of on Route 15 that is one lane is right before Furnace Road south of Lewisburg. Mm -hmm. That's because of a crash still being cleaned up. Utility crews and some of the first responders are still there, so we'll keep you posted. That's Union Township Volunteer Fire Company there and uh, East Buffalo Township. Uh, of course, William Cameron Engine Company is their uh, service company there. So those are so those were among the first responders we were listening to on the monitor. Police on the scene was quite a scene with the truck overturned and a driver stuck and trapped and um, wires down, live wires down. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was, you know, sort of that. Uh, yeah, hats off for the first responders. Classic. Uh, you got to be careful. Be at what time of the day, uh, what uh, type of weather. 
they show up and uh, and do their job. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you have an opinion about either the spyglass issue that'll be resolved today or that'll have have a milestone today, uh, COVID nineteen. We got the Moderna vaccine that is okayed for a booster shot. I believe they give you a half dose of that, and they also have. We got the pill coming out supposedly too. What's that? The antiviral from no, no, the uh, yeah. But uh, the uh, vaccine and a pill oh, on the road, okay. and I heard numbers listening to uh, uh, not a competitor of WKOK, but a brethren of WKOK, <laughs> uh, KDKA Radio, the uh, first, I believe, radio station in the country out of Pittsburgh. But uh, yesterday had interesting numbers, and I believe it was national news, though. Are we at 70% vaccine? Vaccination. I mean, have a oh, higher jab in Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. and also two. Uh, when will they start mixing in the natural immunity? If you've gotten the COVID, you've came through it. Now, like your yourself, antibodies. Yes. So you have immune. antibodies, and you have some well, people like who are resistant. Well, that was one of the things we talked about. I haven't mentioned probably in 18 months. But is certain people just don't get it. But don't they have immunity? To some degree, so, well, yeah, that's why. So I mean, the natural immunity. Happens. So when does that natural get immunity? In? For some reason, they don't antibodies. Uh, they don't put that in the numbers. The vaccine. Well, the vaccine, so, and then people who've had it, and do, you have that other category. People have antibodies and don't know it. They had it mildly and mm-hmm. never really even caught it. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, a number of younger people. Talked to some business people. Uh, the lady was explaining to me that her son and daughter, she thought, had the. Uh, chickenpox version of COVID, meaning that the son got sick and she she said, well, go stand next to your sister so you guys get whatever you get and get it out. Mm. The old adage that uh, in the neighborhood, if uh, one of the children got chickenpox, a uh, number of the uh, Mothers would send the other kids down so everyone could get rid of it, you know, get, a, get, oh, get that it. immunity. Anyway, huh? she talked about her son and daughter having it. They went and got tested later, so they had the antibodies, so they must have had it. They had a day and a half or maybe a day of uncomfortable. They were, you know, had basically flu like symptoms or cold symptoms. But for the younger folks, uh, it, it seems to be, you know, they're healthy for the most part. Uh, you know, if. They do not have any any medical problems, but they're healthy and they get over this very quickly. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our open phone. What's your view on the topics that we've mentioned, either spyglass or COVID or the vaccine or natural immunity that doesn't even require you to have the disease? Uh, President Trump, of course, back in the news again occasionally, making sure that his good opinions are known. President Biden, uh, he's got a busy time. He's trying to get some of his agenda done, and the Build Back Better's, I guess, pretty stuck. Mark, Mark, you know that your administration's not doing very well in the public eye when the lead stories is a former president having a urine infection <laughs> when, when that knocks well, you when that that's, knocks you down a couple a couple notches down the uh, news news line uh, and they're talking about the uh, former pre- former president clinton having a uh, uh, little problem had to go to the hospital or sepsis I mean, right up yeah, his, well, good. He'll get, he'll get better and get better. But, Mark, that's that's hardly a leading news story. 
All right, one, uh, well, I disagree. All right, on the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. We'd love to hear from you. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would just very much love to hear from you today. I believe there may have been a text uh, left over from yesterday. So if you'd like to just to read that, send that again, and we'll give that a look-see. Uh, we have one of our good uh, news uh, listeners says, I heard on the news that the World Health Organization reported there is an increase in worldwide in tuberculosis outbreaks and deaths this year. TB is much more deadly and debilitating than COVID. I am waiting to hear uh, Eric explain that this <laughs> is another reason we should all wear masks all the time and forever protect uh, each other. missed an interesting... No, I don't, I don't like okay. name-calling. I don't think, well, I don't think it's it not was necessary. name-calling. It was descriptional. But, uh, yeah, you'd, uh, the other diseases, but, Mark, here's one thing, too. Flu shots. Okay. Yep, okay. already had one. Uh, you, well, you paid for it, correct? COVID mm. shots. Well, I didn't pay for it. Well, somebody did. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, there was no free lunches. but No, they so, given, they're giving them up. Okay, so should uh, at, at what point, how many shots do we need, and how many shots will we get, and do you have enough area on your body that you don't become a pincushion in certain areas? So, I mean, you got flu shots, you got COVID shots, you might have a booster coming up. What else? do we need to get? All right. One of our listeners says, no, Ben, giving everyone any virus is crazy. Chicken pox give you a chance for shingles later in life. No. So, oh, but I do remember that this was this wasn't a wives' tale. This was a practice uh, where the uh, moms, of course, and ninety percent of the women that were at yeah. home were stay-at-home moms at the time. They had a network of conversation and information. If they wanted you to get the cold before school started, they send you back. You know, so yeah. Maybe uh, the texter doesn't quite understand what was being explained. But no, it's an actual thing. What, what and was, and chickenpox was one of the things. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Get it and get it done with. So, yeah, so maybe the texter uh, can Well, the, t- the texter's that. 40. That's the dilemma. Well, if you're less than 40, you, you, you might not remember that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know that that practice really exists no, much anymore. No, it doesn't exist anymore, but the texter should understand history and know what was being done and understood why they did it. And the practice is not very common anymore. First of all, the practice of neighborhoods is barely common anymore. When you see a number of uh, young folks in a neighborhood, it's like, oh boy, that's something a little different now. All right, one 800 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkokid.com. I got a caller standing by. Hold on, sir. And we'll hit the button and we will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all 
applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Light them up, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Ben is helping his state legislator, uh, David Rowe, uh, write legislation that would mandate (laughs) kindness in Pennsylvania. So Uh, we got that started. So thank you, sir, for your work. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to pass out... Five thousand of those signs that say "Be <laughs> kind." So you're going to a tailgate. So, so you know which house to go to and which house not to go to. One of our listeners says yesterday, "Of course, everything bad is President Biden's fault. Everything good is because of President Trump." Isn't that how this works? Says uh, one of our listeners. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Bobby, thank you so much for calling in. You're on the mark. Yes, um, um, good morning, everyone. You know, from being around the media and, and engineering, you know, you know, as many years as I have, and of course, if you have, Mark, I mean, um, uh, going uh, to places and covering events and helping out and, and do all that, uh, you know, I've helped with uh, Spyglass different times, and uh, of course, you know, Bloomsburg Fair and football games, I mean, you know, you know the drill to go, to go get in and set everything up and all that. Uh, but, you know, over the years, I've, n- I've never had any problem, because I've volunteered out there, and I've never had any problem, and, uh, uh, you know, as far as, like, traffic and control and things that were all set up and that. So from that uh, standpoint, and this isn't something that's, that's, that's happened, like, last year or anything, that, uh, that, that I myself have never had any problem out there. Well, I, so, so I don't know what they're, de- uh, you know, they're uh, dealing with, with as far as like uh, traffic control, property, uh, uh, you know, also dealing with, uh, uh, you know, uh, getting in and out in case of an, an emergency. But that's always been taken care of. Well, I think there's a uh, somebody's reinterpreting what uh, what their ordinances are and uh, how far you might stretch an ordinance to do, I believe, the uh, agricultural business ordinance of growing grapes and having a winery. You add on into a restaurant, and you seem to add on into then entertainment, and I guess that's the question, but uh, interesting that it just happened Yes, now, when this has been I, going course, on for course, 10 you know, years. You've been a businessman, and of course, there's always things, uh, you know, even if you're going to have festivals or anything else, whether it's in a downtown location or being a sponsor or this or that, you have to basically go through the channels. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody didn't get a backstage pass to a concert in the past, or maybe they didn't get the... Maybe uh, somebody's panties are in a bunch. I've heard that phrase oh, wow. used to apply to this wow. zoning uh, uh, issue. I, uh, I will say this. If you've been through zoning, you've been through in front of zoning committees, uh, good luck, because <laughs> I hate to say it's almost a roll of the dice, but sometimes it seems to be. I've but been to zoning hearings where they say it's 100% illegal to put a chicken factory in this neighborhood, and the zoners look at each other and say, but we love Bob. Let him do it. Okay, <laughs> we all vote yes. Yeah, so you Bob, know. if you want to open up that uh, 
uh, chicken farm right. uh, yeah. free. Okay. Thank you, Bobby. All right, we got a call coming in, but we'll take more comers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our good listeners uh, says maybe you could get a local professor on the show to explain how we get the lithium used in Tesla car batteries. How many tons of earth need to be mined and processed to get the lithium for one car? It is not a pretty picture. No, and interesting. And uh, you want to talk about lithium and, and other minerals, and if you get into the real, real sticky situation that we've allowed ourselves in the United States to get into and allowing China to mine the rare earth minerals, and particularly uh, not only uh, around the world, but recently uh, in Afghanistan, where uh, the Chinese have been in there mining. Uh, you look at what the Russians are trying to do in the Arctic, uh, rare earth minerals, that's where it's happening. Not just not just batteries. It's uh, the final it's, frontier. Yeah, it's it's other things too. And speaking of that, Mark, your uh, feedback on a ninety-year-old in space or almost in space—that was that was a pretty interesting story. Oh, William Shatner went up yeah. to space and had a champagne toast with Jeff Bezos. And he got emotional afterwards. But uh, I tell you what. Uh, he seems to be a spry 90-year-old. You think? Yeah, had a good interview afterwards. Yeah, I heard him on emotional. CNN last night. Did a nice job. All right, uh, Dan is standing by. Hello, sir. Thank you for calling in. Hey, good morning, Mark. I have to say thank you, Mark. I happened to drive on County Line Road yesterday after the show, and I saw your beautiful... Yeah, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's right out front of the station. <laughs> you're really getting smarter now. <laughs> you think I put that out there? Well, yeah, I'll tell I you believe what. you did. <laughs> and you need to put one the other way. When I came back home, the other way, why there's no sign on that side. So you need to get one more, spend a couple dollars, and get another one. Uh, I, and, uh, I, I'll put out my anybody but Trump sign, and that, that'll kind of... I know you love Trump. Counterbalance. I know you know he's going to be the next president, more than likely. Anyway, I had, I had my, a couple people I hike with, they bought me a shirt that says, as a picture of President Trump, and said, I'll be back 2024. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's a shame, though, what's been done under Biden. Uh, of course, I didn't vote for Biden, but people like me, we prayed, we hoped for the best, even though we were afraid of the worst that would happen. But we don't, you know, we don't hate him. We just hate what he's done to our country, Mark. I hear you. And it's a shame. I, I, it, that you could do that much damage in one what first day he did a great deal of damage now the fence the wall fence his land down there rusting to pieces you know and it's paid for and the right. labor there we're still paying the labor even though it's not being up. Yeah, I was surprised to see that uh, because, uh, you know, I thought, well, geez, if it's paid for and we have permissions and uh, you have the materials and, of course, you have to pay the 
the contract out anyway, so you're right. paying the labor. You might as well just tighten up the border, if only because you don't have a choice, so to speak. Yeah, rather than just let it sit. That hardly seems like an ideal thing. Well, I've always been an advocate for the wall. That was one of the six, six things President Trump did well. And uh, I certainly don't hate President Trump. You said I hate President Trump. That is not true. I didn't. No, I, I didn't. don't agree with him. He's certainly not I didn't, a. I don't think I ever said you hated him. Uh, okay, I said, maybe I misheard. I think the media. I don't. I mean, you're yeah, you're in the media, but you're not like a lot of them. Mainstream media. Had, yeah, the mainstream <laughs> me, media. They, they, they despise Trump because of what he was doing. He wasn't part of the establishment. He was his own man doing what probably most of the American people really wanted, at least the American people I know. He was out there getting her done what we really wanted for many, many years. And that's why we liked him, and that's why the establishment media married to the left wing of the Democratic Party hated him, hated what he was doing anyway. I don't think they would have hated him if he'd have went along and been status pro of the, all the other presidents. But when he as rebelled against what they wanted done, that's when they hated him. Just hated what he's doing. So, well, I, he addressed. I really hope he's back. He addressed issues that a uh, large percentage of Americans hoped past administrations, Republican or Democrat, would have addressed. If you do not have sound borders, do you have a sovereign country? If you do not have some understanding of how the economy works, are you, you know, you can't be uh, pro-jobs and anti-business. Uh, you have to have somewhat of a level playing field uh, around with the world economy. So the president addressed that and some of the people uh, took offense. Some of the people who support a probably more European socialist democracy type model uh, took offense to that. You're right, Ben, 100%. You know, and I of our value voters, uh, I consider myself a value voter. He went first president ever to attend a pro life, a pro life uh, at that walk down in. Washington D.C. He was the first one ever to go there to actually go to speak. it. Yeah, actually go to it and speak. And I thought, well, he's going to win for sure. But well, everybody who I think that way, nobody who I thinks will win does. I thought President Hillary Clinton would have been in. I thought. Uh, I didn't think the Eagles were going to win last night. Right. I I, I assume President Trump would win re-election last year. So whoever I think will win doesn't. And I think President Trump's going to win re-election now. All right. Thank you, Dan. Call back. You guys take a break. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. 
Let's just legalize A bunch everything. of people went out with handguns celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day on Columbus Day oh, and protesting okay. abortion. Well, this is, uh, I guess I know of Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Indiana, Columbus, Georgia. I guess they'll be changing their names. I wanted to show Ben that I can use all the keywords for our previous emails in a sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indigenous peoples, abortion guns, and uh, well, also Columbus too, Day. Also, too, remember, legalize it all. If it feels good, do it. If it feels really good, keep doing it. And if the government <laughs> subsidizes you, why would you stop doing it? Well, and you know uh, revenue's plummeting in Harrisburg when mm -hmm. some Republicans are talking about legalizing pot so they can tax the heck out well, of it. Well, hey, if somebody thinks once you get medical marijuana legalized, that just greases the rails to get uh, recreational. But uh, recreational comes with consequences. It's not, a, it's not the uh, panacea that people think. Look at the black market of drugs in California and Colorado, those folks aren't giving up their piece of the pie. So um, there's there's more to that story. Uh, the press seems to cover parts of it, and they might miss a, a part here or there. But it's, uh, and, and Mark, I will say this, this isn't your dad's marijuana anymore. <laughs> These levels are very, So very knock high. your socks off, eh? What I understand uh, from some old experienced folks, 60-ish, 70s folks that uh, this isn't uh, as he used to say this isn't your father's Oldsmobile anymore <laughs> this stuff is very 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 potent all right have you tried it I have passed on it but I have I have from you saw what happened yes, to the people. I, I, I had seen that. <laughs> okay, I there we go. I saw what it does. Yeah, I thought, Ooh. I don't want to be there. All right. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. If you want to talk about Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples mm. Day, legalizing marijuana, legalizing handguns. My Lawrence's cockamamie mandatory carry policy has not been adopted in any of the 50 states, but I am hopeful that soon Hawaii will pick it up. Uh, you can also text us at 70236. Do as three individuals have done. Include the keyword OTM. I guess that one of our listeners who uh, hadn't heard of what Ben and I had, and that's uh, parents sending their kids around to pick up certain uh, diseases while you're young <laughs> so you can get them over with. Uh, I speculate he was less than 40. He says, no, thank you, Mark. I'm 55, so it well, just hasn't heard Well, never about heard about that, but that was a practice in many, many, many Ma neighborhoods. Many neighborhoods, yes. That's a neighborhood treatment. Yeah. All right, I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Ben and I haven't driven in Sunbury Motor Company vehicles for the past couple hours or so, but here we are. SunburyMotors.com is where we started. We looked at what they had on the inventory. It takes a couple months now to get your new vehicle in if you're going to order one, but they do have some down there. They had another one of the Yellow Rangers down there and a black one that was oh, very very stealthy, not only black paint, but black lettering, black wall tires, black mm. uh, wheel covers, so, or, well, I guess those were the wheels, and uh, very, very sh uh, surprisingly sharp looking. Uh, it didn't have the windows tinted yet. I thought that was a little odd not to come with some tint, but you can put the tint on or they'll put it on for you. But the Sunbury Motor Company vehicle opportunities are there. They get a few in every day, uh, and of course you can do, as hundreds of people have done, you can order a vehicle and they get them in ASAP, whether it's the Lightning F-150 or a new F-150 like the one I'm driving 
driving or you want to drive uh, a kind of vehicle like uh, Mr. Ben here is driving, that is the Ford Excursion. It's as big as they get. He's got a five-inch <laughs> lift on it with these 41-inch tires. It's more of a monster truck. But uh, I'll tell you what, you should see the way he comes up over the embankment here. It is just crazy. But nonetheless, he gets in. No matter how foggy it is, he's good to go. But that's the Sunbury Motor Company, Ford, Hyundai, Kia, order a vehicle, buy one, make sure that you are uh, getting well served by the folks uh, down there. Jeff Clock takes good care of you. Mm-hmm. Ernie and Austin and Jason are among the folks. You can see Alphonse over at the Kia dealership. They would just love to super serve you at the dealerships of the Sunbury Motor Company, so give them that uh, opportunity. You won't be sad. All right, we do have some very brief news headlines. Route 15 North and South is now open at uh, Win- Furnace Road. Uh, we started out with just one lane that was blocked. Then we ended up with uh, both lanes that were blocked at both north and south. Now north opened earlier, south just opened, so traffic can get by. A tractor trailer with uh, double trailers went off uh, Route 15 southbound, overturned, hit a pole, and hit a garage there. The driver was entrapped and extricated and flown by helicopter to a hospital. And the road, uh, there's still some emergency apparatus on the road, so you'll see that, but that should be 100% clean soon. And the garage heavily damaged by this, and the driver hurt. No idea who that is uh, yet, but the double trailer went off Route 15 uh, early this morning, 5.30 this morning or so, and uh, caused a mess down there. So that is being cleaned up. Now, Furnace Road is slow at that location. Some of the emergency responders parked on uh, Furnace Road now, but 15 is getting by. Shemokin police in the Northumberland County Coroner investigating the death of an eight-week-old baby Thursday. Coroner James Kelly tells us Jax Garoncheski of Shemokin died around 11 a.m. in the emergency room of Shemokin Hospital. An autopsy was performed in Allenwood, and the coroner says uh, that they are still awaiting results. Police tell us it's an active investigation. They did receive the report of an unconscious baby around 10 a.m. Thursday. No further details out from the coroner or police. Pennsylvania has recorded over 100 new COVID-19 related deaths for the third straight day. There have been about 400 deaths recorded this week. In Thursday's update, State Department of Health has said there were 108 new deaths reported statewide since Wednesday. That brings the total to 30,336 deaths in Pennsylvania attributed to COVID-19. Uh, two of those deaths were in Snyder County. Uh, there were 112 new local cases of COVID-19 since Wednesday. Of course, as is always the case, about half of those in North Hamilton County. Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way kicked off their campaign and says they've been working with the Montour, Columbia Montour United Way for some time. Adrian Mayo was president there. Now she's executive director of the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. When it comes to car buying, there's... Oops, wrong button, Mark. Here we go. Joanne and I had a very similar view on what it means to run a United Way. In fact, even the community impact areas that Columbia Montour have are very similar to Greater Susquehanna Valley. So you're still gonna see a lot of work in the community, a strong emphasis on the campaign. They talked about the huge difference that they are having in the community. You can still see that uh, Facebook Live link posted at WKOK.com. WHTM is reporting that a growing number of places around the U.S. celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day in place of, or in addition to Columbus Day. Uh, a recently formed committee at Franklin and Marshall College says they aim to honor Native peoples and cultures, both on the holiday and year-round. The committee began with a student's suggestion in 2019 that Franklin and Marshall craft a 
Land Acknowledgement and Recognize Indigenous Peoples Day. And the COVID-19 pandemic delayed the group's actions, but they say they're going to begin work to recognize indigenous peoples who were, in fact, dispossessed from the land upon which Franklin and Marshall College was built. And I mentioned this yesterday about Merrick Garland uh, investigating or helping the local law enforcement investigate the death threats against school board members. I brought the AP clipping back in for our good listener. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, this is old, this is from Tuesday. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Monday directed federal authorities to hold strategy sessions in the next 30 days with local law enforcement to address increasing threats targeting school board members, teachers, and other employees in the nation's public schools. In a memorandum, Garland said there's been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, school board members, teachers, and staff who participate in the vital work of running our nation's public schools. To address the problem, Garland said the FBI would work with the U.S. attorneys and federal, state, and local territorial and tribal authorities in each district to, to develop strategies against the threats. So some folks, uh, of course, Fox and Tucker Carlson think they're investigating people who stand up and yell at the school board, and nothing could be farther from the truth. That's the kind of communication you do want. You don't want people calling the people at home and say, we're coming after you. Um, you will pay for this dearly. You're a filthy trader on answering machines and things like that. So, Yeah, I guess... Uh the FBI will have that strategy down pat, but how about a strategy for a real terrorist or a strategy for the, how would you say, maybe the terrorists that are coming across the southern border that they well, I don't know how you can investigate that. I mean, uh, you know, they disappear, right? They're like yeah. a vapor. So, um, yeah, FBI doing what the FBI has seems to do is stumble, bumble, and <laughs> fumble, so... All right, one eight, well said. Good for you. You got two umbles out of it. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dale, thank you for waiting through the headlines. Go right ahead. Yes, I, morning, guys, anyhow, but I understand that President Biden signed the extension of the pay the people in the government until December 3rd. Was that right? This morning, that was... I heard that uh, on the news. No, that was already extended. That What was in the news is the... Uh, president signed the debt ceiling lifting okay so how does that run to to december 3rd too or yeah that's mm-hmm. that's right yep yep so these guys go in recess when before thanksgiving and don't come back to january <laughs> well they'll have to come no, back for no, this back in december so uh okay i'm just wondering about that because it just seems like everything's all Yes, it is. All really screwed up down there. (laughs) Thank you. You know, and I think they talk to each other, hey, we're going away on vacation for a while, then, oh, let's play the game, we'll get all the American people stirred up again, then we'll come back. Uh, Ultimate kick the can down the road, and until they get back to regular order in the House and in the Senate, uh, Congress will just... uh, You know, it's getting to be a laughing stock down there, and the American people are starting to understand. But when you have uh, Speaker Pelosi more than once letting people know that they have to pass this legislation before you know what's in it, and the type of attitude is this this is 
what we do best, you folks can sort of stay arm's length away. It, it's not working anymore. And Mark just talked about the school board stuff. Uh, okay, uh, I think uh, robust discussion is great, but one side seems to think robust discussion is bad, mostly because they cannot discuss. Uh, it's do as I say and not as I do type of attitude. So I would say, Dale, you're 110% correct. It is screwed up down there. Yep, yep. So we got to change it around. So. Right, we need okay, new elected leaders. Day, yep, guys. thank you. We got to get some brand new elected leaders down there. That will help. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, yeah. you know, our elected leaders are sucked into the vortex through and through. So we're not getting any assistance from them at all whatsoever. 1-800-795-9565. If you are an advocate for good government, give us a buzz. If you have any solutions that would fix Washington other than uh, just evacuation, but uh, maybe <laughs> that probably wouldn't hurt either. Uh, let's see. We talked about uh, President Clinton in the hospital, but we're glad to say he is on the mend. Uh, President Biden's doing a great job. That's certainly arguable. And President Trump uh, will get reelected. COVID-19, the Moderna vaccine, is uh, going to be available soon for a booster probably. Uh, let's see. We talked about the lo local zoning issue. And one of our listeners says, does anybody know which part of Route 11 will be undergoing night work starting Sunday? I saw a large sign about it entering Northumberland. This is between Northumberland and Danville. Uh, we think that this is part of the crack sealing effort that's underway from 7 a.m. to, or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., which is region-wide. Uh, the dilemma is that Route 15, when this happens, it's going to be uh, a major flagging operation because parts of Route 11 are one lane. Uh, there has been some night work on Route 11 between Northumberland and Shimokan Dam, so that's been happening. But uh, don't know which. But we don't know for sure if that's what that project is. We have an email into them, so hopefully we'll get an answer about what's coming up. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I got to take a quickie break. Stand by, Bonnie. We will be right back. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, Bonnie, thank you for waiting through the break. We appreciate your patience. You're on the mark. I don't like your last comment that we have no good politicians locally. We have quite a few of them. Fred Keller, uh, Kurt Mosser, Dan Muser, Linda Culver. So why do you... Why would you make a statement like that? Well, because we have terrible government in Harrisburg and terrible government in Washington. We also have a, a terrible announcer on this show, but you're still there. <laughs> right, no argument there, but I will be replaced when the time comes. Everything. She meant me. Fred Keller is a good politician. And I know you don't like him because he don't come on your show, but he don't come on your show because not once, twice, you put a picture of him up that was full. And I called you about that, and you said, oh, I'll, I'll correct it, but you never did. Well, that's the news department posting that picture. I don't You're post the that. news department, Mark. You're the manager. I'm the program director at WKOK. Okay. Right, so you're in charge. Mm, uh, no, <laughs> Matt and I are peers, and I'm not in charge of him. I wish I were. I'd get something done around this place and further. No, I'm just kidding. But, but anyway, no, when I, you say I, about that, though, what, what, and just take the names or the, what is it, what is a good politician in today's world? Somebody that agrees with Mark. I say a good politician is somebody that goes with the majority of his constituents. Mm -hmm. Constituent and service. I, I know for a fact Fred Keller and Linda Culver do. 
Oh, I, yeah, I, I would say uh, you want you want representation, and your constituents are the people who voted for you and support you, and also your constituents are the people who don't. And I, I believe there's been a number of local politicians who have been very open to uh people who support them and, and their total constituents, meaning going to Harrisburg. The situation is when good folks get to Harrisburg, Washington, the system is set up for them not to make a difference until they have X amount of time. And if you look at this, if you can put the time in, you can be moderately successful with your legislative initiatives but if you put the time in you'll become a chairman of a committee and so they they don't pay you for (laughs) success they pay you for longevity and uh that's where the system is uh is backwards you're great and that's why we need to elect the right judges coming up in november and we need to vote the right people in who's your favorite judge candidate um I can't tell you offhand, but there. Uh, yeah, I can actually. Hang on a minute. Well, it's Lori Hackenberg, Justice Hackenberg, or Attorney Kerstetter. Yeah, that's the race um, here. I'm not in that county. Oh, I got you. Okay. Oh, you yeah, are in Sunbury. I'm sorry. County. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I see yeah. that now. Okay, yeah, you'll have statewide I judicial. I met them both, and they're both nice people. Well, you asked why, uh, you know, I think certainly Fred Keller is super serving the majority of his constituents, but at the same time, I think there's something that I think a good politician would do, and that would be listen to other people, you know, listen to other opinions. You know, this idea that uh, we're dead to him, that is uh, neither here nor there. That doesn't impact his yeah, leadership at all. Well, you know what? it's just true. So I, I think the fact that uh, he won't come on the show is just the tiniest little asterisk. But I think, you know, a good politician would listen particularly, and maybe especially, uh, to people who don't agree with him. I always remember that about Russ Fairchild, when uh, some people were holding signs out in front of his office, and he went out there, and he sat down, and he listened, and listened, and took notes, and he was just tremendously attentive to what they had to say, and you know what? It it informed his opinion, so he went back to Harrisburg. It helps. I think a a good politician does uh, multiple public appearances, you know, goes in front of his constituents with, you know, town halls and invites people to say what they wish if they, you know, if they wish to have uh, public appearances, uh, not screened telephone calls where you can't get through. Uh, I don't think a good politician really engages in this ultra divisive rhetoric that we're doing where, you know, oh, Nancy Pelosi is a socialist, communist, uh, terrible woman who's driving up the debt, you know, or whatever that, you know, we hear from some of our Washington, D.C. politicians. So uh, I think a good politician is a reasonable person, and I think Dan Muser does that sometimes. I have not heard Fred Keller do it. You say that he is, so that's news to me, but I'll accept your viewpoint. And uh, Bonnie, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Um, Fred does do that. Anybody can call his office and talk to him, and he talks to them, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Who doesn't return my calls or emails? Well, you put full stuff up about him all the time, Mark. I got and you. And you know it. Okay. I've called you out on it a couple times. What did I put up that was false about Fred? A picture of him and three other people when one of the Repu- or one of the Democrats were doing something. You put four Republicans up and said the GOP is in lock and step with the Democratic Party. Oh, that OTM oh. picture from a couple years yes. ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was yeah. a mistake. Yep, I did do that. That wasn't the news yeah, department. A that was me. Times, Mark, not just that time. Okay. You know, so I don't think you should bad bad mouth all local politicians because a lot of them do good in this area. Well, we we have. Uh, uh, Politicians here that are beholden to the Republican Party, not to their constituents, and that's a sad loss. And you have one that are to the Democratic Party, and the Democratic Party has ruined this country. Who is who's the Democrat that serves our area? Uh, Matt Cartwright is one that votes against everything. Bob Casey, he has done no good. He comes out every Where's couple Cartwright? of years to get votes. Yeah, okay. Cartwright's up on the northeast, oh, okay. northeast yeah. I guess side I of Pennsylvania. That. I don't watch enough and, TV. Uh, I would say Bob Casey's success in the Senate is uh, he's got his chairman marginal of at best. Something. He was <laughs> he was there a long time, so they gave All him right. something. But it's yeah, chairman. no. I All would right. say thank Bonnie, you so you're much, right. Bonnie. Thank you so much for calling you're in. You're welcome. Interesting Keep call. Keep us straight. Interesting call. All right, uh, Cindy. We are talking about uh, elected leaders and what could possibly make an elected leader maybe a, even a better leader around here. What's your view? Well, I, I wanted to ask you this question. I, I'm, perhaps I missed the show because I don't catch them all. But when was it that you had Senator Casey on there? When did he come to the oh studio? Oh, boy, it's probably been a year or so. He hasn't been on in a while. Well, he was here locally for the bypass. But right. Yeah, but he, talking to people. When does he? He only engages with controlled groups, just as Mark was complaining about. Right, he, yeah, he's part of the problem. There's no argument there. Yeah, most politicians do. Not all, but no. most do. Right, I, you know, and I'm certainly a, a um, usually a very high critic of our politicians. I want to say this about Fred Keller. He does what he says. He tells you what he believes in, and he does it. I find that refreshing. Most of the time, they avoid making commitments to anything and then go and, and vote the party line. Does Fred Keller vote the party line? Sometimes. Does he buck the party line? Absolutely. And I appreciated that. I appreciate the fact that he uh, has said this is the things he's going to do. You know, I remember when he was down in Harrisburg, and he voted against the Republican budget. Mm -hmm. I mean, for heaven's sake, because he said it was, uh, you know, out of control spending and dishonest. And, and I, I thought, good for you. You know, it takes guts to do that. Believe me. I know. I've done it locally. You know, it's very hard to do that because then, of course, they come out and call you, you know, you hate little children and hungry <laughs> people and all this other stuff. But, you know, that's the game to bash no, you with it. Yeah, no, I would agree with you, Cindy. And I think Fred's statement to the corporate administration was somewhat, I'm paraphrasing, the uh, budget was put together with crayons. And, uh, again, if people understand when you get into the establishment, be it a board, but when you get into an establishment of organization, uh, some folks want you to go lockstep, and that's the frustration that's going in with some of the uh, politicians going into Harrisburg and Washington is they've been successful at what they've done, particularly a businesswoman, businessman. I've met with two down in Harrisburg recently, and their frustration is the system. And the, the term, well, this is the way we do it here, that doesn't fly anymore. And you know what? You, that's what got this in the situation. Things have been always done this way. Well, maybe there's better ways and there's better people coming down. However, you got to stand in line and get your tenure. you got to stand right. in line and get reelected and reelected. And also, right. you have to bow to the 
it just drives leadership. me crazy. Well, leadership, but you also <laughs> you have to bow to your to the donations. The money yeah. situation is if if you if people really knew what the senators and the reps in in Washington do to raise money, you'd rather have people that were independently wealthy understood the system, then they don't have to bow. And that's one of the things the Trump administration, President Trump himself, he didn't have to bow to Big Pharma for money. Well, look what happened. Uh, you right. know, he fucked that. So, again, uh, the situation, I would agree with you. I think Fred's, uh, uh, you, you know, a, a politician that uh, that does what he says. And you can... I have seen him in situations where he's addressed uh, uh, crowds that weren't uh, set up, uh, that weren't well, just you know, Republicans. This is why I endorse term limits and mm -hmm. I endorse recall. So in term limits, you take the legs out from under seniority because no one's going to be there for 30 years if you have term limits. No one, unless you put that in as an inherent part of term limits, which would be stupid to do, you know. So if you do that, you eliminate all of these roadblocks to good governance, like I have to, you know, besa la culata, pardon my Spanish, I have to kowtow to these people in order to preserve being in here, which just undermines the entire intent of what our government is supposed to be doing is not kowtowing to 15 people down in Washington, D.C., or five people down in uh, Harrisburg. That's, yeah. not what we, that's not what we bought into. And all of the apparatus that makes that happen, nowhere in the Constitution, nowhere is it. This is the rules that they create for themselves. They vote them in at the beginning of the term, at each uh, session of Congress, of each session of the General Assembly, and then they follow them like they're some kind of sacred tablets from the mount. <laughs> I would agree. One thing I would throw out there, too, is, boy, I like to see the U.S. reps and the state reps, I like to see those terms four years instead of getting elected having a three or four month type deal but basically once you get elected you start getting reelected those two two year terms two year terms two year terms let the people go down and govern and after four years vote them back in or vote them out but they gets them off of the campaigning trail the campaign so they cycle. can legislate the campaign circle yeah, yeah and i agree with you he You're was right a good, it is a circle it's a circus too he was a good state representative there's no argument there and very responsive and voted no i haven't seen significant evidence that he's any kind of a pariah in washington though once he got sucked into the uh, washington dc beltway that was the end of him i mean he's just another republican down there and his independence has gone his b being beholden to president trump was very disappointing and the divisive red that he spews about the Democrats is just not helpful. It doesn't help matters at all. He may be independent-minded, but it doesn't really show, and he certainly is part of the problem when it comes to, you know, words and rhetoric. It's like he sold his soul to the devil or something to get down there, and now he'll do whatever they ask him to. In my view, that's wrong. Some people like that because he is a Republican, and so that's, you know, that's what they want him to do, stick it to the Democrats. But I think, honestly, I think elected office in Washington, D.C., you're being called to a higher purpose, you know, a higher level of intellect, a higher level of leadership, and that's where our elected leaders fall short. That's interesting, Mark. I, I think, you know, Nancy Pelosi has made hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Her husband has made it, um, basically skirting the Stock Act, which I, you know, I advocated for some years ago uh, under the Obama administration. These, she has enriched herself 
Ten times over as the Speaker of the House. It's clear. It's demonstrated through, um, what was it, the Washington Post made, had a big article, one of the big papers, a big article demonstrating how her no- she has abused her knowledge to uh, enrich herself and her husband. And over hand over fist, but we turn our back on that. We ignore those kinds of things. Why, why are we surprised when we have this kind of corruption in Congress? that yep. this is the outcome that we enjoy. Right. And, we, and the first thing we're going to do at the next congressional election is, oh, my gosh, send her back. we got to get her back in Washington so we can well, keep the I corruption going. Well, I have no going. say about her. Right. She, she comes from California. Right. So I have no say over her. The only person I have direct say over three people, my representative and the two senators. Those are the people I control. Now, I know a lot of people spend time and money uh, – dabbling in other states' elections, which I think is wrong. I've raised that issue before. I believe that's another form of corruption. For you to be spending, sending, for me to send my money to California to try to defeat Nancy Pelosi, to pervert the election process in California, I think that's wrong. Anyway, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Would anybody out there know good government if they saw it? What would be some of the elements of good government? <laughs> we don't need any examples of bad government. We got that. I mean, look at uh, Governor Wolf's uh, overactive veto pen. Look at the Republican mm-hmm. legislation that they, we've seen out of Harrisburg. Look at just this uh, critical political divide that's getting worse in Washington, D.C. So plenty of bad government. We got the example. What would a good governor look like? What would a good state legislature look like? What would a good Washington, D.C. government look like? What's your view? 1-800-795-9565. Call us now. If you know what good government looks like, obviously we don't have it, but what might it look like? If you know what good elected leaders look like, obviously we don't have them yet, but what might they do? 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, I can't see where we still have that picture of uh, uh, Congressman Keller and a group of Republicans still posted. I thought I took it down. Our good caller says it's still up, so mm. we'll see if we can take it down. It was mislabeled. It didn't have one. Uh, oh, I thought it was uh, um, the. It had John Euling in it instead of uh, one of the Republican candidates well, for didn't Congress. Have, didn't it have some so. children in cages also next to it? <laughs> no, we thought it had. Oh, okay. uh, uh, John Meckley in it, and it had uh, John Euling. Oh, so that's, that's right. that was I false. I vaguely remember. I right. was there, and that I think too. But to yeah. answer your question, you I can't posed before it. the commercial break. 
Uh, oh, good we, government. Would you no, recognize we, it if well, you saw it? Prob- we, we probably have technically bad government. Maybe we have the worst government uh, in the world. However, it seems to be better than all the rest. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's the old Churchill and the saying that, uh, you know, democracy, the worst government in the world, but better than all the rest. So th- the situation, though, is now we understand where the media, major media s- sides and what's happened in those regards and what the Cindy brought up about the corruption, but how these political folks go to Washington with uh, mere, let's say, uh, pennies on the dollar wealth and come out with dollars on the w- mm-hmm. dollars on the wealth so uh, that that seems to be uh, you know the uh, the established runs deep and what's going on that hardly seems to get I mean it gets some coverage but this absolutely BS about the president's son and his artwork <laughs> you know it, it's hard to imagine if that's a Republican let alone if it would have been a, a, a Trump uh, person uh, doing this uh, I mean it's as corrupt as it gets and you have Obama officials past officials calling this out but they, they, they're Clinton officials too this is ridiculous and uh, and you know you have a press secretary and I and I think this is in a uh, positive way, but uh, it, was, it was comical. I almost drove off the road when they referred to her as the peppermint patty of uh, of press secretaries. <laughs> and uh, hmm. uh, but uh, you know she couldn't explain that or tried to. But and it's a tough position. You're trying to clean up the ultimate mess, and it, you don't have a whole roll of bounty towels with you. But uh, no, uh, the the gray area is getting darker and darker, Mark. One of our good listeners says, please tell Bonnie we need all Democrats voted in in the next election. Um, Another listener says, now they're making a COVID-19 vaccination pill in pill form, taking a pill. Now, would that be better? Says one of our good listeners. Another one says, interesting to hear Ben talk about campaign contributions in Fred Keller. Uh, Ben's company has contributed $3,300 to the Keller campaign. That's public knowledge, says Tom. Yeah, Yeah, lots of people around here support Go go look and see who. D- I would say Fred Keller is probably the most popular Republican candidate around here in terms well, of local well, contributions. If, if you were a state rep and then you move into the congressional side, you've been around enough. Right, you but, know uh, enough people, yeah, enough people, supporters. People support, but they support, and you know that's why the public can see who donates and and which which donate. But again. Uh, you know, part of the problem, I don't, I don't know what the caller or what the emailer is referring to from a standpoint of talking about contributions and Fred Keller. What I'm talking about is campaign contributions. I, I wish all the folks in politics did not have to bow to the campaign contribution uh, uh, system. I mean, it, it takes them away from legislating because it takes time and effort to raise money. Joseph, thanks for calling in. We are desperately trying to see if there could be any way we'd have a decent government or a decent set of governors in Washington, D.C. What's well, your view? Well, I got a good idea. We know that revolutions uh, took place in history, right? And uh, I think it was uh, uh, the man on Ben, uh, ben uh, said something going, going back to the beginning. But the American Revolution took place against the king, government of King George III, right? And set up this uh, uh, union that we have here, or 
democracy or whatever it is. And then about a few years, few years later, McQuesty Lafayette, who was on George Washington's uh, staff, he went back to uh, France, and the French Revolution took over, overthrew that government. And I just, you can go back through history and see that time and time again. But again, I want to start at the beginning. You, know, you got to go to the beginning. The first revolution was the first man, Adam, and he rebelled against the Almighty's government. He wanted the knowledge of good and evil to rule oh, himself and his children, right? So this That's has, this has okay, to do he with He threw the world Washington. into chaos. Now, here's the point. Adam was created on the sixth day. We know that. He never entered into the rest that the Almighty had for mankind. He, he, he broke that when he took of the knowledge of the good, good and evil. Now, it was logical and reasonable. Wait, that Joseph, he, what does this have to do with bad government no, I'm, in Washington? I'm getting to my point. Please. Very briskly, okay. please. Right. <laughs> You're on probation so, here. Uh, Yahweh has given man 6,000 years, and we're in that 6,000 years. And pretty soon, uh, here's, here's the future uh, on this, he's going to send his son back. And he's going to rule with a rod of iron. It's not going to be Democrat, Republican, liberal, or conservative. It's going to be a rod of iron, and you better toe the mark. For 1,000 years, it's going to be beautiful here on Earth. Uh, it says Satan will be bound, and these people in Washington are, <laughs> are possessed okay. by the spirit of Satan in rebellion, and still rebelling against the Almighty. <clears throat> but that will not be in the 1,000-year reign. But, of course, there's go it is coming before that, the, the pinnacle of man's rule, which is the mark of the beast. We know that, right? All right, enough with the religion. We're well, talking no, no, about that's, good that's, government that's political. here. That's political. It's prophesied political. Because there is coming a government out of Europe, uh, a one-world government, that you'll have to take the mark, which is 666. Right. It's a, a <laughs> tripling of the day of Adam, 6,000 years, okay? And he was created on the sixth All day. Right. We got <laughs> you, Joseph. Thank you. We'll go along with that government. Joseph, and I think it's wonderful thank you. That All it's right. going to be destroyed. All right. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Hey. That makes perfect sense to me. All right. We had a call coming in. Call back caller, 1-800-795-9565. We would very much uh, love to hear from uh, our listeners. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would just love to hear from everybody who has a divergent or, or even lockstep opinion, any opinion, <laughs> uh, would be helpful today. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Joe, thank you for calling in from Sunbury, Pennsylvania. You're on the mark. 
Yes, uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, I, I don't think I can answer your question about what is a good politician, but uh, I would like to ask Mark or talk to Mark about his uh, allegory or story about this vortex that affects politicians <clears throat> that you, you, know, you talk about often. Is it at the local level, is it stronger than at the state or federal level, or doesn't it matter? I don't know about a local vortex. I know in Harrisburg it sucks out the brain of individuals who get sent there for elected office so that they right. f- forget about their constituents yeah. and so on. Same in Washington. Oh, is it stronger in Washington, though? Mm, I, I mean, just you can just say yes or yes. no. It's no big deal. I just yes, want to get to a it's main stronger question. in Washington. Okay. So you... Uh, seem to, you know, the profession you're in and different things that you do, you you say about this vortex, but yet you prop up, or oh, I don't know what word to use, this Joe Biden, uh, that he has been in that vortex for 40-some years. I never really thought much about, you know, you say that on occasion, and I thought, well, that, you know, that I see what you mean. It's not literally... Uh, sucking their brains out, but I really think for Joe Biden, I think it did suck his brain out if you look at the way he acts, because as a politician, I think he is a fine example because he does what his payers or whoever supports him says to do. He doesn't give off-the-cuff speeches. He reads a teleprompter and then uh, when the press or, say, the people want to ask a question, if it's MSNBC or Fox, uh, he just turns around and doesn't answer them. They're all so scripted if he does. And when it comes to that he's in these nine months or so that he's been president, one of the biggest liars. But I'm wondering how you can acknowledge that there's a vortex that affects politicians. They may be good. Maybe Fred Keller you're talking about, good man locally. But as he goes down there, he gets crushed by the political machine. So if you can help me with that, maybe it'll help me figure well, out a good politician. I don't think How Fred- you can support Joe Biden so fervently, and but yet say that that's a bad thing that they or in Washington that long. Well, I don't support Joe Biden fervently. I, you know, I support him. I, I don't know, but I, that's my opinion then. Right. Uh, and you can deny it if you want to, but I bet you there's other people, though. And I know you have to play the role of a con, uh, of the leftist here to get the show going. And you, you've said that on numerous occasions. I don't. And, and that plays into the way, you know, how serious I take you, because I don't think you're that left. I think you've been pushed into that position because... You're on the show, and you usually get someone on the right. And as Joe said, if you sit there and talk and agree with each other, you're not going to get uh, the <laughs> Yeah, I, pl- I play a liberal radio. So I do understand that at your job. But just if you can, you don't support Joe Biden. I mean, let's say over the past president. Maybe not over Barack Obama, but the way you support him over the past president. Well, I was just glad that President Trump, that there was somebody who could oust President Trump. And, of course, President Trump did most of the work himself when the pandemic popped up. So right. we have Joe uh, Biden. So this is, you know, you I'm not, I, am, man? I am not an adamant supporter of Joe Biden, and he certainly has been in Washington too long, probably about five years too long. That's plainly obvious from his news conferences and his speech. He's not the leader he was, but fortunately, he's not Joe Biden, so he's going to have to do till we can get a real president in there, whoever that might be. Uh, If it's President Trump again, that's the electorate's opportunity. If they come up with a better Democrat, then, you know, we'll be voting on them. Hopefully, they'll come up with, you know, you think of all the the Democrats could do. 
of all the brains in well they, they really I think they were desperate just to get Trump out and of course now you saw what the, what that logic has uh, wrought but uh, honestly I just think it, it's better than Trump he's hardly the great leader uh, it gives us hope for the future three years from now maybe we can get a great president in there we'll give you the last word Joe Right. Uh, I no. Oh, yeah, I just had a thought, and pew, there it went. <laughs> there it went. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but the freshness of Donald Trump, I think, is what a lot, lot of people his his brain wasn't uh, sucked out by the vortex. <laughs> Never but did he had get to sucked fight out. The political machine, like right. probably maybe no other president, or not. Well, I, I, I'm not that much of a historian, but. Uh, he did have to fight uh, the media and the political machine of the right and the left. So, all right, have a good day. This is hey, thanks uh, for the call. coming up on the weekend. Everybody enjoy. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Uh, one of our good listeners says, Mark, 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 please be clear that Merck oral medicine or pill is not a vaccine, you Bufus. It's taken after you get COVID. It's an antiviral. It's a therapeutic. It lessens your chances of death or hospitalization, but it's not a vaccine, you buffoon. So now, and that uh, is true. Everything that listener said is true. are now in vogue now? What's that? Therapeutics are now, we can talk about them. We can I talk about the, uh, all the different parts of done. it that we could uh, look at. And why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you use everything to fight a vaccine? But mm-hmm. now this know. is new, and they can probably make some money yeah, off Yeah, Republicans it. like Merck for some reason. I, I that's kind of Republicans funny. Republicans like Merck or Democrats don't like Merck. It doesn't matter there. But now Merck can make money off a therapeutic where the other therapeutics were around and can work and why wouldn't you talk to your doctor and fight COVID with everything you can be it uh, well, who's arguing uh, that well we got people who who mocked the uh, use of um, oh, Remdesivir uh, yeah well and then hydrochloroquine the, uh, the uh, horse uh, oh which ivermectin was, uh, ivermectin which was also for human consumptions I never so mocked the, anybody the media, the media mocked that but yes I now I'm just kidding therapeutics that the pharmaceuticals can't get make money off of seem to get uh, good luck to your seals tonight you're going to the game uh, might stop by. Might okay. stop by and see a little bit there. Have fun. You got the Braves. You got you got Indians against the Braves. Everybody have a good one. game tonight. Play safe. Have fun. Enjoy good clean games. Mm-hmm. No yeah, good fist weekend. fighting. Good weekend. Uh, and uh, looks like fall is falling. We're gonna get into some fall weather oh, next fine. week. I'm ready. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Very glad to see you on the radio. I now stop portraying a liberal and go back to our normal broadcast day. Thank you, Ben, for coming in as a genuine conservative. This is WKOK Sunbury.